Doctor Strange. Yeah, I actually, um, when we um, went on our trip, I watched this on the plane, and uh, this is the second time I watched it. So I was actually very, I was, it was very entertaining. I mean, I think this is the second time I've watched it too. I don't think I've watched it um, in between the uh, the theater and now. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, um, these Marvel movies are kind of starting to kind of seem to not samey, but they're starting to kind of the I guess starting to kind of seem to maybe they are getting a little samey. I don't. I, I guess it was pretty easy to watch this movie and understand that it was a Marvel movie and understand what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. It was, was it was very weird to me. Like the very beginning, yeah, that's the best part. I really, I really had no idea what was going on at the very beginning. We can get into that a little bit later, mm-hmm. but because I mean, of course, you you figure it out um, somewhat as you watch the movie. But when it started out, I was like, I have no idea what's going on here. The magic stuff, or him being a doctor stuff. Um, when uh, the the villains invade, um. Oh, the very, very beginning. Oh, the the opener. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's that's completely disconnected from the rest of the MCU at this point. I wish it was more disconnected, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I was looking for. I mean, this movie is is fairly disconnected. It's it's almost like how um, Edgar Wright wanted Ant-Man to be. There's... No other superheroes in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, it does have it does have some setup because of the um, eye of I Mina, mean, not the eye of the um, if the time stone. But we'll talk more about that. Yeah, there's one li- one line in the movie about that. Yeah, um, they did mention yeah, the Avengers. Pretty, pretty standalone they movie. They did say something about the Avengers a little bit, but not much. Yeah, there's a shot in the background at the very beginning where you can see Tony Stark's Avengers building. You know, there is a small Easter egg in this, really tiny, before you get started. So, okay. Doc- Doctor Strange is driving his Lamborghini, and he's like, he's he's on a phone call asking if there's any kind of new surgeries he could do. And mm-hmm. the fir- and the first one, someone says there is a Air Force pilot that was that was hurt in an experimental uh, exosuit accident. Yeah, my son, my son uh, made me pause the movie at this point. Uh, because he thinks he knows who that was. Yeah, it was, it was Rhodey from the Civil War. Okay, it, he was thinking that it was the um, guy in one of the early Iron Man movies, where or the hammer, the hammer suit. Yeah, but yeah, where the hammer suit like twists too yeah. far. Yeah, that yeah. could that could have been it, but um, the time is a little bit off. The timing's a bit off. I mean, we don't know what time Doctor Strange is taking place. It could have been, it could have been what your son talked talked about. But I, I'm thinking it was Rhodey getting hurt. Uh, it made a little bit more sense to me. Uh, but it could have been the it could have been the pilot. It depends on what time. Yeah, the they movie said takes experimental place. suit. Um, I guess you could call Rhodey's suit experimental at that point. Yeah, you know that's a good point. It, time frame wise, if if that. Easter egg was for Iron Man 2, then Doctor Strange has been around for a long time. And, to be honest with you, going back to Captain America Winter Soldier, they do name drop Doctor Strange, which suggests that he is the Sorcerer Mm -hmm. Supreme for a while. So I think your son's more right than me. I think your son's correct, yeah. Yeah, it does seem like this movie chronologically is earlier than it's coming up in the order of the MCU movies. Yeah, give your son a shout-out, man, because if that's true, then that gives Doctor Strange enough time to not only find Kamataj, but actually become the Sorcerer Supreme 
and then um, and then grow as a as a te- as a master and get more skills. So I think your son's more right to me. That's very right. good. That's, yeah, that's, that's great. good. Yeah. He should be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll bring him along sometime. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a good Easter egg. Um, all right. So let's just start off with you telling us about Doctor Stephen Strange. There is so much and also so little to talk about Doctor Strange. I don't, I never really I didn't really follow him much when I was mm-hmm. um, reading comics. I I knew he existed. Um, the key thing about Doctor Strange that I like is. If from the movie, he was an arrogant um, surgeon, but really skilled, and he gets his hands hurt in a car accident. That's 100% accurate from the comics. That happens. Was it a Lamborghini? No, it was not a Lamborghini. It was some sports car back in 1963. <laughs> okay. Um, Could have been a Lamborghini Miura or something like that. But, it, uh, so it was a it was a generic sports car, though. Yeah, was it was was a Lamborghini back in 1963? I think so. Pretty sure, yeah. Hmm. Um, but then he goes, he finds the Ancient One, and he uh, gets the skills to be um, be uh, Doctor Strange. So that's 100% accurate. Okay. But Did what, he also have, like, a collection of watches? No. In the comics? I don't think yeah. so. Mm-mm. I love those watches. I love watches. Um, so I was, what, I was... What were they? Did you recognize them? I no. Super expensive. Yeah, they're extremely <laughs> so expensive. Each one he's had is, like, a couple, like, probably a $1,000 a piece, maybe more. Those are really nice watches. Right. Yeah, I figure that's a, a bit of um, foreshadowing to the uh, the time yeah. magic in the latter half of the movie. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But so so but um, the, Doctor Strange. The cool thing about Doctor Strange is that uh, he has had his own comic series for a while. But I like it when he mingles with other superheroes. Like he's a big part of the Infinity Gauntlet series. He's a big part of that. Uh, he was mm-hmm. a big part of. Uh, Civil War and uh, Plant Hulk and a couple other good storylines, um, but he's always been this character who's like dabbled in darkness. So if you watch the movie, there's a scene with the Ancient One where they all find out that she is absorbing or using dark magic from the dark mm-hmm. dimension to keep her alive. That's something yeah. that Doctor Strange continuously dabbles in or touches on, but never really goes too deep in. Like, it's always like a threat to him. It's like, hey, I need to do this to be more powerful. Hey, I need to do this to be more powerful. But he never does it much until mm-hmm. recently. I think the last 10 years, uh, he's really dabbled in. Like, there was a, um, as a something he does where um, the Hulk crushes his hands and he has to dive really deep into dark magic he actually makes a deal with um dormammu to get way more power but it it, it um it over it kind of freaks him out it's, it's it's too much for him to handle uh and the last thing is uh he's like i think he's scheduled to die <laughs> like the last time I, when I did some research i think that in the marvel um comic universe right now he's going to he's going to die at some point all right uh pause on that for a second yeah how, what do you mean scheduled to die? So, so it's got to be a comic books thing. Yeah, it's a comic book thing. Like he's like he says, how, you know, he, he he's going to do something that's going to kill him. I think, or or he's just like at the point of his life where it's like his time's over. That happens sometimes, and he just kind of goes away for a while. Um, so that's going to happen soon. But like the, the thing with Doctor Strange in the comics is, especially with like if you look at like Iron Man, for example. We can get our heads around like a guy putting on a metal suit because we touch metal. Like you have me- mm-hmm. you have an iPhone, you have technology, you have lamps, you have you know 
TVs. You can wrap your head around the idea that a guy is smart enough to wrap all this stuff together and make a suit or a cap or you understand that if you jog for a long time, you get stronger. And so you can understand that Captain America could exist, you know, and you understand that, yeah. you know, um, the Hulk, you can understand that. But when it comes to magic, you can't really put your hands around it because no one really does it. And, and I shouldn't say really does it. I say no one does it. You know, So it's mm-hmm. like, so a lot of the rules and stuff in, in Doctor Strange, they kind of make them up. Like, like, it's magic. So you don't really have to have a solid grasp around it. And so I don't really think, like for me, Doctor Strange has never been one of my favorite characters. And I'm really impressed that it, for the, the cinematic universe, I like um, Cumberbatch. I think he did a great job with it. And I think that um, Doctor Strange fits more in the cinematic universe and the comics. And I would say this is a very controversial take. The movie, I think, is better than the comics. I think that they pulled it off far more efficiently than the comics would. And I know that people hmm. might get mad about that, but I enjoy them. Of all the comic movies that we've talked about and all the, the properties, I think Doctor Strange is the one that best fits on the silver screen. I know it's weird. Interesting. But that's how I feel. Even more so than Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, much more. 100%. Because with Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like I keep thinking about what they took away and what they lost. But with gotcha. Doctor Strange, they just took this great idea and this great character. There is some controversial stuff that we'll talk about. I'll see you in a second. Um, okay. But they took this stuff and they smashed it down to the core essence. You know, and, gotcha. and that's what yeah. I watch. And I, I think that's... I think it's good. I mean, it's super difficult to um, understand Doctor Strange unless you like watch this movie. Like the comics is just so all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good background. Um, in the movie at the beginning, you know, when he's a doctor, uh, there's uh, Christine Palmer, who's pretty significant throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Is she just in the movie, or does she come from the comics as well? She's just in the movie. Okay. She's a she's a creation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Another person who's just in the movie is the crippled guy. Uh, what's his name? I have him here. I just wrote it down. I just I just put it in here last no, night while I was doing uh, the show notes. I can't find him now. Oh, uh, Benjamin Bratt playing yeah. Jonathan Pangborn. I wrote it down. Anyway, yeah, he he he's not in the comics either. Okay. Which is odd because there is a female character called Cecil that is very prominent in Doctor Strange. Prominent enough for me to know, even though I don't read a lot of Doctor Strange comics. And um, mm-hmm. she's not in this for some odd reason. I don't know why. But yeah, like um, Rachel McAdams, they just made that character just for Rachel McAdams. Which is like, yeah, I feel I, like. I almost didn't even ask you about her. Um, so that's why I was thinking she probably doesn't come from the comics. She's not very fleshed out in this movie yeah it's like it's like very like we don't really see like the love interest stuff much in these movies but we do hear and i wonder why like it's like we like, people make choices in movies it's like we don't like okay so what so spider the spider-man movies iron man movies maybe a little bit of captain america movies i guess there are more love interests than i thought there are actually quite a bit never mind first thor movie yeah, okay, that's that's enough to that's enough, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> uh, never mind, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, okay. But it doesn't really fit here. Like he doesn't, they don't get together at the ends, you know. And there's like, I mean, maybe it's like he's he was a jerk to her. He treated her, even mistreated her pretty badly. So maybe yeah. it's supposed to be a help us understand that. I kind of feel like it's a waste of of Rachel McAdams. Once you'll never be in a. A Marvel Cinematic Universe movie again, unless it's another Doctor Strange, you know. So 
I, I was reading the IMDb uh, trivia for this movie, and uh, it says, you know, again, I have no idea how accurate any of this stuff is because it's just people on the internet putting trivia in. Mm-hmm. But it said that she was the first picked for Pepper Potts in Iron Man, and she turned it down. She would have been in a, a great Pepper Potts. Yeah, so. it's hard to see her as Pepper Potts though. She's kind of short. But I mean, Pepper Potts could be short. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, or really, as Pepper Potts. Yeah, it said it said she later got interested. Yeah, I mean, because you know this whole MCU thing started out. Yeah, nobody knew it was going to work. Yeah, right. Yeah. God, Rachel McAdams as Pepper Potts. I guess it could work. I'm thinking. Yeah. I like when I like I like I like what's her face better for it. What's Gwyneth her name? Paltrow. Yeah, I like her better for it. I don't know. She's why. a good Pepper Potts. I don't I don't know the character from the comics, but uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is a good Pepper Potts. Rachel McAdams would be a really good. Um, she would have been a really good um, Carter character. She would have been um, a great Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Yeah, she would have okay. been a great Sharon Carter. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Because what's a face is a terrible Sharon Carter. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Let's keep going. Um, all right. So I really like when we talk about these fictional places that are only from the comics. And I'm hoping this one's pretty good. But there's Kamar Taj. It is, a, it is only in Marvel. It is a comic place. There's not much to okay. say about it, though. No. Is there <laughs> anything to say about it? Um... Not really. It's just like it's it's. I've I've never. I didn't know about it until I watched the movie and did some more work. Um, but no one really like no one really does. A, it has some connections to um, Asgard a little bit. I think a character from Asgard goes there to do to to deal with some stuff. Hmm. Um, but not. But no, not, I can see that. Yeah, but not really. Um, it's just like a a magic place, basically. The biggest thing is that it, it's where Doctor Strange goes to learn magic. Um, but in here, the movie, it, I think that's a stand-in for like either Tibet or Nepal or something like that. Yeah, I mean, so when you're doing fiction, you have two choices: you can use a real place or you can make a fake place, and there's benefits right. for both. The benefits for making a using real place is that people can understand it; they can look at a map; it has accuracy. Um, but if you've never been there, you might get details wrong. Uh, if you have a fake place, then you can do whatever you want. You can make it all up. But the downside is it's not real, and people might like not connect to it. And so that's the. I think Marvel Marvel likes to make Marvel likes to use some fake places, but also have people more more than the real world. DC loves fake places like Metropolis, Gotham City. Those are oh, real yeah, places. Right. So um, yeah. it's just a, it's just a mixture. I, I mean. They could in the comics. Did they ever? Do they ever say like it's in Tibet or it's in Nepal? They never say where it is, which is a classic. So that way you don't have to worry about it if you ah, say okay. it's, it's somewhere out there. The cool one of the cool things is the book, the Darkhold, is from Comitage. Uh You might recognize the Darkhold from uh, One Division. It's the book that um, Agatha uses against Wanda, and it's the book that Wanda looks at at the end of the movie. I mean, at the end of the uh, series. Do you think that was in the library during this movie? Um, maybe. I thought that we would see the dark hole, but I don't think it was in the library. But it is a but though the magic stuff that was used in Doctor Strange is consistent with one division. Like, hmm. Someone's definitely making sure that both 
the one that's why I made sure that WandaVision was doing the same thing Doctor Strange was doing because at the end, Wanda is using her astral form, which um, she must have learned how to project because no one taught her how to do that. So that, that was really cool. Uh, and so, like, when whenever the new Doctor Strange movie comes out, uh, it's going to make consistent sense. Like, it's going to be these two things, like these two magicians, these two sorcerers are going to seem similar and work. To, and I, you know what? I already have a plot to Doctor Strange and the multiverse. I already think I know their plot. But I won't yeah, remember. we should do that as a bonus episode. Uh, we can do it at the end of this. It's not that long. But I, okay, got, okay, I have right. an idea about what they're going to do. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we were just talking about Camartage. Let's talk about the ancient one. Time for controversy. I uh, Yeah. Okay. Do you know Tell what? The, about do you know? Do you know? Here's what. Here's what I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that in the comics, the ancient one was a Tibetan monk, and Disney did not want to upset China, so instead of making a main character in the movie a Tibetan monk, they made it a um, a white lady from. How they say what she is? Celtic. Uh, Celtic. Celtic, yeah. I don't know if that's the reason that Marvel did this because of Tibet. Yeah, they're never going to come out and say it. But yeah, that, that was the rumor I heard. I don't know if I mean it could be a Tibetan thing. I doubt that. What I think that Marvel has Marvel has a problem when these characters were created back in the sixties. There was a, a tremendous amount of xenophobia and racism towards Asian people, Asian the Asian people. Uh, the idea. That I mean, there's a picture of the ancient one here, and this is ridiculous. Uh, it's just you know, it's the same kind of it's like just kind of like the guy from the first Iron Man movie. Yes, 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 and it's a problem. Like you can't you can't just do that anymore. I mean, it's stereotyping an entire race of people, uh, and mm-hmm. it's like it's just not good. Uh, but you have a multiple you have multiple different fires that that Marvel created and had to deal with. So here's the first fire. Like you have the ancient one. Whose real name is Yao Y A O? Uh, you have the ancient one who, again, so how can I put it? Okay, so okay, let's. I'm gonna put a couple of different things on the table. Hopefully, I can do this very quickly. You have Iron yeah. Man who, who when he's Iron Man, he goes to Vietnam, right? He like is kidnapped and he he builds the suit and then he like wins and like Yao Fei his um his friend is Asian and he's like, he's really Asian in this one uh, and so you have another you have the first instance of a white man going into Asian culture and like rescuing them or being a savior uh, this happens again with Iron Fist Iron Fist is a is a young white boy who who in, a, in an airplane accident lands in like a, a Asian place. Gains the knowledge, but then comes back to the states. So again, that same thing happens, and you get the same thing with Doctor Strange. It's, it's consistent. It's a consistent stereotype mm. that Marvel used for quite a bit. And like at, at, at some point, someone should say, "Hey, how about stop this?" You know, but nobody did because, like, to be honest with you, the idea that Doctor Strange had to travel to an ancient place to learn these these Asian secrets, then comes back to the states. Like it could have been mm-hmm. more efficient from a storytelling angle. It's like an Asian person learns these things and doesn't go to the states. He's just he's a sorcerer supreme in China, you know. But instead, mm-hmm. we had like Marvel back in the day in the sixties couldn't think that 
a, a brown person could be Sorcerer Supreme in New York. Like, it's like, why would he be in New York? Why would a brown person be in New York? Like, in 1963, you can see their brains be like, the only Sorcerer Supreme could has to be a white person. That's how the world is. And, like, and in 1963, it made sense. Like, it's like, that was the reality. That's what the world. But it's 2020, mm-hmm. it's 2019, 2017 when this movie's come out, whatever. So the world's different now. And Marvel's like, we can't. We have to fix. We have to fix the sins of our past. Like this. Yeah. Was, so let's let's do that by having another white sorcerer supreme, but this time we'll put them in Asia. That's a huge problem for them too, because then they like they say, okay, we have we can make that we can make the ancient one like different. We can get a great actress. Well, I think she's fantastic. What's her name? Um, Tilda Swinton. I think she did a great job as the ancient one. But here's the problem: then, Mar- then, then Marvel's doing the same thing they used to do, you know. So right. Like, so now it's like, well, what, how can we fix this? Uh, and so they have all this mess they made. They made a big mess in 1963, and they made a, a similar mess in in uh, when they made Doctor Strange in the present day. It's just it's a nasty thing. And yeah, it seems like they could have easily just had a Asian actor or actress yes. play the role. Yes, but don't play it yes. in a stereotypical way. That would yes. have been the superior solution here. Yes. It would have been the superior solution and it would have been better. But also Marvel wants more women on screen. You know, and, and that's just how they, I mean, they it could have been an Asian woman. Didn't yeah, have no, to be a man. They yeah. could have definitely been an Asian woman. Could that have been uh Michelle Yao. She's done they everything. Could have kissed her hair. <laughs> well, she's in the MCU, but um She's in she's in the MCU twice. Do you know that? Yeah. Uh yeah, what was she in recently? She was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at the end, and she's going to be in Shanghai and Shang-Chi. Ah, that's it. That's it. Right. So I don't know how they're going to fix that. But anyway, the point is, I agree. With, they could have gotten an Asian woman to be the ancient one, and it will have solved, it will have solved all these problems. It really would mm-hmm. have. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't. Uh, it would have fixed everything. Um, but they didn't, so it's, it's on them. They could have also gotten an Indian person to be the ancient one. Uh, yeah. They could have done several different things to fix that. They just didn't fix it, and so right. and then it gets these like it gets these like incel young boys in, in their mom's basement all mad. You know, it's like I like my ancient one to be a man. Like, get, you know, first of all, have sex with someone, and then second of all, get out and go get a job. You know, like it's just like whenever this happens, it's like with, with, with when a woman character replaces a male character, these guys get really upset, and I'm not really sure why. Uh, but that was another thing that got people upset is that, that, which is again, odd. Um, so it's pretty controversial, but if you look at, if you look at Dr. Strange, the ancient one, 1963s, it has the same racial mess. Uh, Marvel did the best they could to fix it. They did do some, an interesting change. Uh, Mordo, um, yeah, he, he was Asian in the original comics and he is a black man in this one. Uh, but it it completely destroys the Mordo character from the comics, but it fixes that problem. Mm. Was it a problem? Nah, not really. I mean, they need more. They need a <laughs> they need a black actor in the movie, so that's how they fix that. Uh, uh, they could. Yeah, I guess so. I would have liked looking at the. I would have liked Chiwetel. Uh, how do you say it? Chiwetel. Man, I can't say his name. Ajifor. I would have liked him to be. Ch- yeah, the main villain. He would have done a better job as a villain because he's a. Great, I can see that he's a great villain. He's a fantastic villain. Um, there is another. I'm looking at top cast on IMDb. There's another um, black actor, but I don't remember him from the movie. Uh, 
character's name is Daniel Drum. He was just a he was a guy he was a guy who protected the New York Sanctum. He got killed. Oh, okay, yeah. He wasn't in long enough to get credit, but he got one. Congratulations. Yeah, he's in the top cast. So. Yeah, Amy Amy Lindecker, Amy Lindecker, she's a big movie star. She does a lot of different roles. I'm surprised they like she does something so small. Yeah. Anyway, um we were talking about the ancient one. Yeah. That's it. Well, uh, so I guess you've told us pretty much all there is to tell us from the comics about that. Oh yeah, ancient the ancient one dies really early. Like um, the and so they they premiere the ancient one in Strange Tales number one ten nineteen sixty three, and then he dies in nineteen seventy three. So it's just like, okay. Is the ancient one on the comics dabbling in the dark dimension? No, nah, not really. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's just he's just a guy who teaches Doctor Strange's abilities. He does fight Dormo Dormo. Dorm- 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 do <laughs> how do you say his name? Dormammu. Uh, Dor- Dormammu. He does fight Dormammu. Yes, and and Dormammu is a big part of of this. So I'll, I'll talk about that later. But okay. no, the yeah, ancient, we'll hit on that. Yeah, the ancient one is just the ancient one. Like he needs someone to teach Doctor Strange his abilities, and that's not all he's for. So it's so like, they the, in the comics, the ancient one teaches Doctor Strange, and then kind of dies off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically serves serves their purpose. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right, so right after uh, Strange meets the Ancient One, we get the the Matrix scene or the trippy scene where Strange goes into the astral dimension. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can tell us about the astral dimension? In the comics, in Marvel Comics, there's, there's not many magical rules, but there is like a certain kind of theme. And one thing is called the astral plane. Mm-hmm. An astral, and you're starting to see some more of this in the movies. You saw it for you seen it at first in Doctor Strange. You'll see it again later um, in Wonder Vision, and I think what well, movie will you see it? Astral Plane, uh, some other places. And the idea is there is a there is a realm of reality. What Loki does is that considered no working in the astral dimension? No. No, but he probably understands it. He probably knows how to get there. Um, but it's like you can separate if you can separate your soul from your body. That that soul can then um, go to different places and do different things that your body can't do. Okay. And you can get to the astral dimension by going to that by separating your soul from the body. Then you can go to the astral dimension and you know do different things, experiment. You know, um, be in a different presence. Or the ancient one can do it for you. Yeah, so the ancient one does that in. Um, uh, in Avengers Endgame, she separates the Hulk's soul from his body, which is interesting because when she does that, the Hulk's soul is in the form of Bruce Banner, which is a whole different thing we can talk about when we get to that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so that's so the astral plane. So uh, magicians aren't the only ones that can go to astral plane. Uh, Professor X can get, can go there. Uh, other people can go there as well. It's like it's not just a magical thing. It's like a it's a it's a thing that anybody who's who's very strong in the astral in the astral abilities, like psychic, psychic abilities, can do that. Uh, so Professor X is the guy from the X Men. X Men. Right? I'm sorry. Oh yes, I, I was assume. I, I don't know why, but I assume our our, our our listeners know. But yeah, Professor X is from the X Men. There are some people that just watch Marvel movies. They probably haven't seen any of those X Men movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. I know I haven't seen any of the recent X Men movies. I I dropped off of X Men a while ago. 
Yeah, we could. We could probably watch a couple of them. Um, they're pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I figure we can uh, put those uh, at the end of our list or something. Yeah, like way at the end. That's, that's way more <laughs> other stuff. There's other stuff that we can watch and talk about before this. Uh, right. Before them. Um, but yeah, the astral plane is pretty consistent, and uh, I like the fact that that it's, it was a core part of the story. Uh, it works out. It's it's a very Doctor Strange thing to do is to is to go to the astral plane. Yeah, there's some astral fights going on. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Um, That's my favorite part, I, probably. Which one? Just like the the part where he shows him everything about the magic universe, and then that fight where he's like, he's like not only fighting physically but in the astral plane as well. That was really good. Okay, yeah. I figure this is probably a good time to also talk about this. Mention this movie is very dimension heavy. Yes. I, I count three. There's the astral dimension, the dark dimension, mirror dimension, and dark dimension. Yeah. What can you tell us about those other two? I can't tell you much about the mirror dimension. The dark dimension is where Dharmamu is from. That's a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. But there's so in the Marvel in the Marvel comics there are many many different dimensions, tons of dimensions. Um, and I think the way they explain them is dimensions. They all that, have names, or do a lot of them have names like this? Yeah, a lot of them have names. So um, the negative zone is a dimension. The the, the null universe N U L L is um is a dimension. So there's lots mm-hmm. of different dimensions um, in the Marvel universe, and and that way you can just make a dimension up, and then people can just come through there and have fun. Um, <laughs> so it's like a it's a, it's just basically if you look at the multiverse. Like a, yeah. a, a separate universe is um, is a dimension, and so to be honest with you, going back lots to lots of talk about the multiverse in this movie. Yeah, if you go back to um, Loki and, and the Loki series, which by the way is I feel like I miss that show a lot. You, 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 you ever miss a TV show? Um, mm-hmm. I miss talking about it. I miss I miss watching it. Um, but what the TVA are going to be working it with is like the same kind of deal as like. And potentially the TVA would be like the dark dimension. They would have to figure out, figure that out and deal with that. And mm-hmm. so I, not, even though uh, Dr. Strange isn't time traveling necessarily, he is dealing with multiple dimensions um, in the multiverse. So there is some overlap. So there could be some, there's some potential interesting connections between Loki series, Dr. Strange, one division. It's all going to kind of mesh together at some point. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. All right. Do you think the mirror dimension was just made up for the movie to have that really cool effect? I think it was made up. I don't know. I'm going to quickly figure it out if it was made up or not, because it could have been. Uh, hang on. How much does this movie remind you of Inception? No. Uh, a little bit. It's, just just yeah. the effects. The effects. The effects, definitely a lot. Um, they're pretty cool. And the mirror dimension is only was only made in the movies. So if you ever if you ever do a, if for our listeners and, and you as well, Mark, if you ever do a Google search and, and it's called if something's called um, Earth nineteen nine 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 nine, then that is the cinematic universe. So that's the technical mm-hmm. term for the cinematic universe. It was, yeah, it was definitely just created for the movies. Um, the mirror dimension exists so they can do that really cool effect, and so they can say. Everything that happens in the mirror dimension doesn't affect the real world. So. Yeah, that's totally a fake thing that they made up. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, the, the, the yeah. So it's hard. Yeah, this movie wouldn't have been made. the The effects wouldn't have been done without Inception. They definitely stole that, uh, which is you know pain in the butt, but also cool. It looks really neat. 
Um, but I think Inception does a better job with it. It's a little cleaner, but um, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's a lot of fun to look at. Like that, those special. It's more of a in in this movie. It's not just like bending the worlds like it is an exception. In this movie, it's also like fractalizing everything, making it look like um, those patterns you see in Tibetan. Like, yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's just trippy, you know. Like, like imagine taking like a like a pot brownie or doing some it's like kind a of, mandala. Yeah, meant yeah. Um, like doing that. some kind of illicit drug and then watching this movie, you probably just like have to take a nap. You know, it's just oh my goodness. Um, but the special effects is amazing here. Like they they're physically running, but then they're like moving in different di- directions, different angles. It's just pretty. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's like I wish we saw more of this magic stuff. It's like a lot of the magic stuff was like interrupted by fight scenes and like I'm gonna physically hit you with a magic wand and stuff like that. And I wish they would have <laughs> done. I wish they would have spent more. I mean, the special effects are pretty expensive, but I wish they would have spent more time actually doing more magic like fight stuff. But we don't really see that. Speaking much. of magic fight stuff in the in the comics. Is is it all visible like it is in this movie where you get those circles on your hands and wrapping around your arms and all of that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I think it's just a way for people to visualize something they can't see. Like you 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 won't be able to ever see magic if you're doing it, but in the mm-hmm. comics you have to like make it or visualize it so people can see it and, and it look and and the key thing is it looks cool. So it has to look cool. So yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah. like the kind of stuff you saw Doctor Strange doing with his hands and stuff like that is definitely in the comics, hundred um, percent. Which I mean, I, it's fine. What it is, it's like sometimes I like when I'm looking at this kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, you don't need your hands. I mean, even in the movie, they say it's not your hands. You know, like, well, if it's not my hands, yeah. then why do I keep using them? You know, it's like so. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, all those special effects stuff um, is definitely from the comics. Okay. I think I've got another Easter egg. Yeah. Do you, do you think you know what it is? No. It's the Wi-Fi password to, uh, what's the place's name? Kamar Taj? Yeah, what was it? Shambhala. Spell it for me. Uh, I think it's S-H-A-M-B-A-L-L-A. Uh, okay. What is I that? I figured that has to be like uh, something that Doctor Strange says a lot in the comics. It's a song by Three Dog Night. Okay. Watch, watch your way, my trouble. I thought that was, uh, you, you know how sometimes uh, Marvel and DC will riff on each other? Yeah. I figured that Shambhala was Marvel's version of Shazam. Definitely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's very strange that they put that in there then, I think. Well, if you look at it, it's a, it's a, if it's there's a, no, if that's not an Easter egg for the it's comics, a, it's a then. Three Dog Night song. Okay, that could be it. Strange, strange uh, thing to put into the movie if that's the only connection. I kind of want to play this, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but no, that's <laughs> maybe no. I can do like a 10 second drop. You should in, in here. Okay, yeah. yeah, right. So right now we're going to play Shambhala. And there you go. So 
No, it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> okay, all right. Close though. Keep going. Keep, I mean that. Keep looking for him. All right. Sling rings. Yes. Is that what oh. they called them? Yes, only in the movies. Okay. Yep. Sounded uh, weird. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff. And, when and they, you can't do your magic if you lose your sling ring. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, it's just like there's nothing like that in the comics. In the comics, you have to understand the comics. They just make it up, man. Like different writers and different artists are going to use different magic all the time. You don't mm-hmm. get used to anything. They're going to change it all up. It's not going to make sense. Who cares? Uh, but in the but in the in the movies, they spend a lot of time connecting magic to physical items like sling rings. They talked about the staff of the Living Tribunal, which isn't a thing. The boots. Um, like, oh, what cape. about the what about the cape? The cape is a thing, one hundred percent. Yes, is it like? Almost sentient in the comics, like yes. it is in the movie. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it doesn't do the crazy stuff like we see in the movies, but it does. It doesn't wipe away tears in the comics. No, but it does elevate. It does do that. Um, and also, um, we'll get to the um, Eye of Agamotto in a little bit. That was um, my next thing. We actually get to it now. That so in the in the comics, the Eye of Agamotto just reveals truth and reveals light. It does not hold the time gem. But uh, in the movies, they needed to bring the time gem into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and so it's mm-hmm. in the eye of Agamotto. So in, in the comics, it's just around its neck. It does uh, it does a couple different cool things, but it's never like that powerful. And in the in the movie, it's definitely just a uh, totally different. In the later movies, it seems like he's he's wearing the time. Is it the time gem? Yeah, it's, in, in the lab, in the Fanny War, he's wearing it the whole time, and it, but it's and, like it's not in the amulet anymore. Well, so what happens in the Fanny War is that it's in the amulet, but at, some, at a certain place, he takes it out of the amulet, um, and then uh, Thanos grabs the amulet and crushes it, and then he then he he, he forces Doctor Strange to reveal where the where the stone is. Hmm, I thought it was in like a different shaped thing in the later movies, but mm-hmm. I might it's in the, it's, probably it's it's in there. Yeah. Okay. He only uses it. He never really, he doesn't use it in the other movies either. He only, he only uses it. The only time he uses it is in this movie. He tries to use it a little bit in Infinity War, but then he doesn't use it anymore. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the villains in this one. We've got Caesalus mm-hmm. and Dormammu. Mm-hmm. Is Caesalus real? Is he? A he comic is, book but character? he is a footnote, man. He is a very small time character in the comics, like tiny, no big deal. I will have tripped over if I didn't see him. Mm-hmm. Barely there, like a blink. He's like he's he came around nineteen sixty five. But did he do notes, anything like this? Like no, he he does. Was he a zealot for Dormammu? He does. So at some point, Mordo is trying to get connections to Domamu, and he uses Caesilus to to get powers from Domamu. But that's it. That's the only thing. It's like he's more of a henchman than anything else. Hmm. Okay. Right. Like, but it's interesting how Marvel does that. They'll take a very small character, amplify right. them up, and that and, and that way, if he does die, nobody cares. But that cat, the actor is so good, you know, like just using him, Mads Mickelson, he's so good. And have him be a one time villain is, that dies off. It seems like I a think huge you've got to you got to do that for actors that would like to be in Marvel movies, but don't want to be chained to Marvel movies. Yeah, I guess so. 
Yeah, I mean, and Marvel has a money issue. They can't pay uh, all these guys all this money all the time, so they do have that to deal with. So, yeah, I mean, it's, they, they, it's, it's, a, it's a reasonable thing. Dormammu's a huge character in the Marvel in the Marvel universe. Not huge, in, but in he's this just, movie, Dormammu sounds a lot like Alioth from The Void. Like yeah, it, his reason for being seems it's. Are they connected? Are they? Nope. No, they just kind of do the same sort of thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's just like, and, yeah. Look, and have a similar appearance. Yeah, they're very similar, um, but no, it's like Dormammu's, uh, look, in the comics, he looks completely different than he does in the movies. He has a, he has a, he has a more of a physical form. He's like, a, it's like a big, it's like a match head kind of deal. So it's a little different, but I like, I like what they did in the, in the movies. I like the way he looked. I like everything yeah. about Dormammu. I think they did a great job in him. Yeah, it's pretty good. All those weird floating. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, that. yeah. If you, I mean, if you go to a dark dimension and deal with a uh, a god who doesn't understand time, who's like infinitely old, then like, yeah, he's going. It's all going to look really strange. Like, like, I don't want to be there. You know, like it's like you know. So it's it's kind of cool um, how they pull that off. But um, yeah, dark Demar- So Demar- Dumamu, uh, uh is. Is has a whole bunch of stuff for him, but he has a sibling called Yumar, which I don't know much about. But uh, Dormammu's been a thorn in Doctor Strange's side for quite a while, so um, there's a lot going on with him. But he he does reside in the Dark Dimension, and his one goal is to conquer Earth. So and Doctor Strange stops him. So it it, it is pretty. There's a lot of cool things with that. They did a really good job with that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. The one thing I didn't get about this movie is why Casalus would. Be infatuated with Dormammu. I mean, I guess he's after um, immortality, and he thinks he can get that by. Well, it could be a couple Dormammu. different things. It could be a couple different things. Dormammu might be influencing him. Like, so the case list has been experimenting with the dark energy that comes from the dark dimension that Dormammu is in control of, right? Mm-hmm. And so the idea in the movies is like the more you play with this magic, the more you don't know if you are in control of your acts or if other people are. Makes sense, and so yeah. like I, I, my thinking is that he slowly b- fell into the influence of Dormammu and was being influenced by him. Not um, he wasn't of his own will, even though he thought it was his own will. It wasn't. So that's that's my take on it. You might be right. I mean, that's why their all of their eyes are looks like they're rotting from the inside. Yeah, and and that's why when uh, it was revealed that the ancient one used the dark dimension to stay alive longer. Uh, they got really upset because who knows if she is influenced, you know? So that was one of the things that I think that's what upset them. Ah, okay. Hmm. Interesting. That helps out a lot, I think. The uh, the whole influence uh, over these people by Dormammu, I think, mm-hmm. helps out with my big question mark from this movie. Yeah. Keep it going, man. Game more? Um... I'm tapped out. Um, we do have two. We have a mid credits and an end credit scene. Is there anything you want to tell us about though before we get to those? What was the mid credit? Is there anything else you want to tell us about before we get to those? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll well, tell you what the mid credit is when we get there. I watched it. I didn't see me. Uh, Wong. Wong is uh, another problem for them. Uh, an Asian servant. That's what. Doc, that's what he is. The Doctor Strange. So as. 
I oh, like in, in the comics, he's a servant yeah, to Doctor he's just, Strange. He's just a servant. What, yeah. Was he in uh, Kamartage, or was, was he just a servant to Doctor Strange in New York? He met Doctor Strange in Kamartage, and then he traveled with Doctor Strange to New York when um, Doctor Strange moved back to New York to to be the Sorcerer Supreme there. Because you know you have to be the Sorcerer Supreme in New York. And then uh, he's got this like amazing uh, magician who is his servant, basically. No, no. In the comics, Wong is not an amazing magician. But oh, he's okay. just a regular. He says he has some regular powers, guy. but a regular guy. I like what they did in the movies way better. I like the I like the acting. I like that they equals. That's way better. They did a, they yeah. did a much yeah. better job with Wong in the movies. Like I, Wong being that equal is 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 good. He's not like he's just not like some kind of slave, which is I, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's that's much better. I like that a lot. Um, I just noticed this. Do you know the actor that plays Wong? Yeah, he's. I recognize him. Where's he from? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, I do recognize him, but his ben- name is his name is Benedict Wong. Yeah, so you got Benedict Cumberpatch as Doctor Strange and Benedict Wong as Wong, which is cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and, and Wong will be in um, uh, Shang Chi. Oh, that okay. is confirmed. He's going to be in that in some. Yeah, way. I remember him from the Infinity War. Yeah, so that'd be cool to see him in Shang. I'm not sure how he's going to be in Shang Chi, but he's going to be in Shang Chi. Which is coming out soon, man. Like September something first. That's what is I'm it? At. They haven't mm-hmm. pushed it back. No, and it's only in theater, so we will have to go to a theater and watch it. Uh, they're going to change their minds about that. Uh, probably. <laughs> do they have enough time to do it to change their mind and put it's, it on? I mean, Disney they could Plus? do that the day before if they wanted to. I'm yeah, they make a lot of money on Disney Plus, so we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, things are the, situations are constantly evolving. Uh, De- Delta, I, and then we the got Lam- that, yeah, we got Lambo. Delta Plus now. We got Lambo. What's it called? Lambda? Some kind there's of crap. Lambda and there's Delta Plus. Uh, yeah, it, it's this making up stuff at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, it's evolving, man. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Wear a mask. Yeah. I think I think you've started doing that more, right? What? Wearing a mask. I'll wear one with the, the, our city has a mass ordinance, so you have to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Our city is also uh, the bars and restaurants around town are also starting to create uh, vaccine mandates themselves. Yeah. So, I, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm also vaccinated, but I, I never stopped wearing a mask whenever I went inside. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I live in an apartment complex, so it gets old. If I want to check the mail, I have to put a mask on, then it just gets old after a while. But that's yeah. just me. Anyway. I see that, but like going to the grocery store or whatever. Yeah, I'll wear. I'll keep wearing that. Um, <clears throat> all right. What? The, that's so anything all, that, else before we hit the the credit stuff? Do you remember the character Hamir uh, with the one arm? He uh, has yep. one hand. Yep. He, has, he is from the comics. Uh, he is actually, I think, if I'm not wrong, he's like there. Wong and Hamir are related in the comics. Yeah, in the movie, he was just really a way to convince Doctor Strange that his broken hands yeah. aren't a problem. Oh, Nic- Nicodemus West, the, the the kind of grumpy doctor that Doctor Strange didn't like. Yeah. He's also from the comics, which is odd. Hmm. Uh, and last but not least, this would be a nice little Easter egg for people. Uh, guess who was the Sorcerer Supreme for a short amount of time, like four comics? Um, Wanda. Loki. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Loki, so was Loki was in charge of defending Earth yeah. from yeah. uh, mystical forces. Which is odd, right? Yeah, but that, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, Loki's the Sorcerer Supreme. It's only, for a couple, a little, it's only for a little while. It's not long. It was just kind of a cool way to... They, the Marvel, so 
Marvel, Loki is very popular in the MCU, so Marvel has to put him in the comics as much as he can. That's all they did with that. Oh, is that another like late addition to the comics? Yeah, 2017. So very. Oh very wow, late. yeah. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. So what was the mid credit scene? All right. So the mid credit scene is that Doctor Strange is talking to Thor about helping them find Odin so mm. that they can get Loki off of her. Okay, I skipped through that. I must have missed that because I well after at the end of the movie, I knew there was an end credit scene, so I flipped through it. But right. that scene is going to be in Thor Ragnarok. Okay, so they just lifted it. Yeah, they just took it, and I'm pretty sure that Thor Ragnarok that scene from Thor Ragnarok was made before Doctor Strange. So it's like so the act they actually had to make that before they filmed Doctor Strange. Okay, I think I thought so it was like it was a strange mid credit scene. They were just get, they were just getting people ready for Thor. Okay. The end credit scene is where you, you, we've got Mordo again. Mm-hmm. Mordo is played by Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yes, he did a good job. Um, and he finds the guy that we forgot about earlier, Benjamin Bratt, playing Jonathan Pangborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a workshop, and he, Mordo says to Benjamin, or Jonathan, I guess, there's too many sorcerers. Yep. What do you, uh, what do you take on this? Whole My take was it was just amping up for Doctor Strange 2, or the sequel. Um, in the comics, that doesn't, he doesn't do that at all. Do you, is Mordo going to be in the sequel? That's a great question. I don't know. Uh, I, I guarantee you that the actor has... Has he been a, in anything else? No. The actor has a contract that says that he's supposed to be probably in three movies. So he's going to have to be in something. Um, again, they, unless they broke the contract with them, which could have happened. Um, wonder, so or the he next, broke it with them. Yeah, the next one is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. That's going to happen. It's going to have one. They still have Wanda in it. Wanda Maximoff is going to be in it. And, it's going to, and this is my theory. And please, like, everybody hold me accountable. My theory is that Wanda is going to meet Doctor Strange or find Doctor Strange and ask him to help her find her children. That's probably what's going to happen with the Doctor Strange in the multiverse. He's going to try to find where her kids are. Because if you look at our multiverse, there's going to be a universe somewhere where those kids exist. And there's a whole storyline where those only reason those kids were even born is to is to be used as weapons. And so like that's going to be a whole different thing. And that and Doctor Strange and the multiverse is going to tie into um, the Loki stuff that we've seen. It's going to tie into One Division. It's all going to loop into each other. So it's going to be pretty fun when that movie comes out. That's going to be a, that's going to be a big movie for Marvel. That's going to be kind of an important movie for Marvel as far as storytelling is concerned because it's going to tie into it's going to tie into like multiple like four almost four different things they're working on. It's going to be in, combined into one big thing. So. Um, we'll have to just wait and see how they handle it. I think that one's now been pushed to uh, 2022. Yeah, next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's the movie everybody is waiting for. Like so many people gap, are waiting for the big movie. gap between movies though. Like kind of, but Doctor Strange is going to be in the Spider-Man movie that comes out this Christmas. So we're going to see uh, Doctor Strange a lot. Like so, it's not and like that's going like and I guarantee you that movie is going to tie into Doctor Strange and Multiverse. So. We're going to see a lot of Doctor Strange between now. And, yeah, I mean, uh, he's been in a lot of the movies, but that's still um, that's definitely the biggest gap between any of the. Uh, 
don't know. I, I guess Typic- the movie's where the the character's name is in the title. Typically, we get two. We get two. Two to three Marvel movies a year, mm-hmm. typically. Uh, and so if we get if we get we got we got Black Widow, we got Shang Chi, and then we get Spider Man this year. That's three, and then like, that's it's a gap, but it's not that big. And we and don't forget we still have the Disney Plus shows to kind of help fill that gap and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm just talking about between Doctor Strange movies. Like I don't think any of the Iron Mans or the Captain America. No, that yeah, far no, apart. yeah. We've it, we've been along, but but I kind of feel like if you want some Doctor Strange and you have. Infinity War, you have Endgame, so Thor maybe maybe close to as big of a gap between Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. That's true. Yeah, but that's it. That's all I got. All right. But well, no, as far, a, as far as Mordo, um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with him. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to just wait and see. Doesn't sound like he fits in with your idea for. He doesn't. Um, he yeah. doesn't fit at all, but they could it, maybe they'll change things, maybe they'll fix things. I mean, they might have had one idea for him at first, but then with everything else that's happened, they don't know what to do. Uh, I'll do some more research to figure out to see. Hmm. I wonder if he fits in with the Eternals at all. You no. said Wong's going to be in that, didn't you? No, 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 no. I think didn't you say Wong was going to be in the Eternals? No, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. All right. I don't know what they're going to do with the Eternals. Just wait and see. That's yeah. it. That's all I got. Okay. Well, the listeners should tell their friends about this podcast. Yes, I actually have a couple of different people who have, have talked about the podcast with me and say, hey, you got a podcast. I was like, yeah, you should listen to it. It's like, okay. So, um, oh, that's great. Yeah, so hopefully we've got some more listeners, like four or five. I hope, hopefully. <laughs> you won't tell me the numbers ever. We've got more than that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how many people because you won't tell me. Right. You keep it very secret, which is honestly. Yeah, we got, we got, yeah, we've got more than that. Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, tell your friends. That's the best way to get the word out, um, to have more people listening, uh, more, people to, more people to talk to about it. Um, give us a rating and a review wherever you can do that. Um, follow us everywhere. We're on any place you can go to find podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Um, one thing I've started doing recently is um, pulling clips from some of our podcasts and putting those up on YouTube. So they're just kind of like bite-sized um, morsels uh, about certain topics you can listen to on YouTube. Yeah, I, I love those. Those are so good. Thank you. Yeah. Those are really yeah. great. I think that's it. Um, yeah. What are we talking about next time? I guess Thor, right? Ragnarok? I think so. I'm so double-checking. He's, he's the next one on the list. Black Panther. Oh yeah! Well, okay. we got we got quite a few before we hit Ragnarok. We got Black Panther, then what? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and yeah. then Spider Man Homecoming. Oh wow, we've got we've got so many. Yeah. Who knew when we first started this? I'm like, we don't have it's going to be like four or five. But there's so many. <laughs> there's so there's so many, and we yeah, have and, and they're like adding. Like I've got you know we've got some of these being inserted in the middle of our list. Yeah, like we, we got, got Shang Chi. We've got Eternals. We got Spider Man. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's like so so many. Black Panther's up next. Okay, great, good. Black Panther, yeah, one of my favorite. That'll be a good one. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good conversation. 